Hello and welcome back to another episode of Black Rehouse Reviews. <laughs> Forgot where I was for a second. I'm your host, Christina. We're here to discuss Archer Season 4, Episode 10, Unshien Tangerine. I probably said that wrong. It's either Unshien or Unchien. Written by Adam Reed, of course, and joined by Mike Arnold. I really enjoyed this episode. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I always enjoy an Archer Lana centric focus episode because it explores the relationship between the two. And while they are a problematic ship, they are, they are my ship in which I love seeing the interactions between as they continue to push each other's buttons. Before we jump into the recap or review, I should say, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. If you want to send feedback, blackcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. Archer and Lana are on another mission. Lana is not down with the culture, especially as it wakes you with bells and prayers. Wake up, motherfucker! Wake your ass up, you motherfucker! It's time to go to work, bitch! They're in Tangiers, a place I don't think I'll ever be. I do like the set locations that they explored this season by taking us globally. And I think the animation was really, really strong in this. It had a crispness to it that that was kind of missing. This is a little, um, what's the word? Choppy the first season? No, not even choppy. Stiff. The, the first couple of seasons. Uh, nor is she keen to have slept on the floor in her bra and panties because nightwear isn't an option, apparently. Because I know I would make it an option if Archer is in the room with me. He slept in the only bed, butt-ass naked, letting out them wet farts, the kind that slap your cheeks on the exit. He rebuttals that he offered to share the bed instead of book a room with two. He wasn't that drunk as he rose quickly enough and coherent and that totally you got some sleep because he brought up those two junior college co-eds after being swindled for an extra 1000 to pretend that he's in the room where Hal was written they are there to pick up agent Kazak who has traded sides to ISIS his beacon was Activated yesterday, but, you know, Archer wanted to sightsee. <laughs> Caught up in his tangent about tails and the smallest car ever, I would be annoyed by the, the small vehicles that must be accommodated in European culture and beyond any colonial <laughs> type of small town like this. Is it really a town or would you call it a village? Does it matter? 
I'm in my own tangent right now. He's in this tangent about Tails and his desire to become Nightcrawler. He misses Lana's direction that they are being followed because Tail fit in with his line of direction of thought. He successfully crashes their pursuers, but he wants to swing back around to offer an Arabic insult. Your mother is a whore and a goat herd is her pet. She said, all right, absolutely. How about new? Fuck you! I ain't that shit! The camera lens following the pivot, the U-turn that he did through the backseat window was chef's kiss. I love that she tossed the book out of the window. <laughs> What's the Arabic word for, oh, I bet you wish... You said sarcastically that you didn't throw that book out. After taking a headbutt into the dashboard, the only reason Lana continued on the mission was because it was literally at hand. Because I know I would have taken my hands and wrapped them around his throat. Because you know he did that shit on purpose. Are you coming? No, but I'm breathing fast. She is more focused on getting out of this shithole that offers naught but cheap hash and a repulsively low age of consent. The gun that she whips out could very much change her mood because it would put a bullet in the head of this dumbass motherfucker she got to deal with because the medical care sucks here. It's the only thing he can offer in the in the update that she probably has a concussion from his intentional slamming of the brakes. Even though, girl, you should have a seatbelt on. <laughs> uh, and unless your name is Mallory, she's not into the rug shopping. So that that comment gets you nowhere. Mallory did love Duchess, and I'm glad that she's brought back into the scene. Turns out Kazak is a huge dog that acts violently towards guns, but otherwise is pretty chill, pretty friendly. Lana can't believe that they've been sent to retrieve. I can't recall the 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 matter matter the manner of dog. <laughs> this is is it a why am I trying? You know I'm not good with dogs, Jones. So why, why, oh why would you think that you're going to just guess it? But I feel like it's a Mastiff and I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to put it out there in the universe. Anyway, don't judge me. Um, Or a Basset Hound that came to mind. That feels like it's supposed to be brown though. Whatever. Big ass Cujo dog. That's why I should know what it is because it's Cujo. And they made the name reference. Uh, ain't this a bitch? He uh, gives his new best friend some Tic Tacs because the breath is, is raunch. She's right. You are a son of a bitch. He's like, Lana, look, he thinks he's people. Lana asks why Archer didn't become a vet as he does love animals. And that was brought up a couple of episodes, right? In the one where he found out his friend 
was molesting him. <laughs> or he had some episode where he thought of becoming a vet, but his grades really didn't make it. He uh, asks her to ask Mallory if they can keep the dog when she calls. Mallory, for the most part, ignores trying to listen to Lana's complaints about Archer. Guess what? Pam says as she shows up in the office, to which Mallory replies, you finally saved up enough money for a sex change. <laughs> oh, because oh. Oh, she dressed up in a pantsuit because she's decided she would like to become a field agent. <laughs> Pam's response is, look, I'm very comfortable in my own body. Thank you very much. To which Mallory once again burns with don't thank me thank the archer daniels midland or thank archer daniels midland which is a company known as adm american multinational food processing and commodities trading corporation founded in 1902 <sighs> she really does know how to to bring up the self-esteem pam also is poor because she's been losing her her fight club matches because they punk ass bitches and if cyril can be a field agent anyone should be allowed she aced her fabs she knows how to kick ass mallory said a nazi a nerd and queen of the robots <laughs> it's nothing to uh to write home about but she eventually uh, says, despite how much you qualify for it, there is no reason to have a, an additional agent. And I'm like, no, there is. Because back in Morocco, Lana has finally hit the end of her tether. Not only did Archer rent a hovercraft instead of a boat, she has a concussion plus a migraine headache. The dog sharts due to Archer's feeding of Kofta. It's a bullshit babysitter mission to begin with, and that's not even including the dog who puked, puked on her. Archer is blazed, and they must truck through an ungodly amount of desert. When she says stop the car, even the dog knew was up. Watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. While she apologizes to the dog, she would very much love to to remove Archer from the gene pool. In her fury and resignation, she leaves all life-saving things behind. <laughs> Having had her buttons pushed so much, she's going to die in the desert, just like Cheryl's gypsy woman said, even though it was more like dessert, which is close enough. Archer admits after being vomited on twice. That's nasty. That he makes Lana's life a living hell because he still carries some pretty strong feelings for her and reacts to that in the manner of a juvenile kindergartner by yanking the girl he likes pigtails as hard as he could. I had a seventh, seventh grader. Well, it was seventh grade. We were both in seventh grade. A bully 
that later admitted that the reason why he bullied me is because he had this huge crush on me. So it's a thing. But he's a grown ass man. (laughs) And that was 13. Stunted growth is certainly a character trait. Lana gets captured. But since this is a common occurrence between the two, Archer shows up in time. Having called his mother and updated her on the current situation, knowing Lana quit, Lana quitting is at his door. Archer considers his moves when out of ammo, thinking a pit maneuver will unfortunately make Lana a paraplegic. And if he marries her, which he will, it'll be out of guilt instead of his desire to simply love her but eventually he'll cheat on her with her nurse because she'll be brazilian (laughs) and a 20 and at that point resentment will have set in never mind how lana may feel about any part of this situation he's so selfish upon archer asking a dog to drive even the dog uh knows that's the stupidest shit he's ever heard Ends up saving the day by going full T uh, Cujo, tapping into his wolf DNA. Wake your ass up, cause it's time to go beast mode. He thinks he's a vampire. <laughs> the helicopter is on the way, and while it's an awkward moment, when it appears that Archer is about to propose, he actually just shows her the microfilm that was around the dog's collar and admits that they do good work together. So promise you won't quit again. She did punch him and Kazakh's like, stop beating dad. He's being sincere, but also has picked up his disgusting traits that he can't promise to curb whatsoever. I love you, bitch. Oh my God. I ain't gonna never stop loving you, bitch. Some stray observations. The banter was fantastic with the back and forth between the office conversations with the conversations between Lana and Archer. Thought that was really, really tight. It's one of the best elements of this show, the way they play with the dialogue across several screens and circumstances. Additionally the framing of this episode was great like we saw the dog before we knew what was going on from his perspective (laughs) and then you get the little small bits of he's trying to lick and kiss all over lana but he goes immediately for archer's crotch (laughs) oh gross Then you have the whole Pam situation, or not Pam, Cheryl situation with her the entire time checking through her mirror to make sure that Mallory is there, despite the fact that she told her she wasn't there, only in a bit to fob off Lana. (laughs) But she took it so very seriously, she couldn't trust her own, her own observations or Mallory's words. We did get a moment of Cyril showing up all fucked up along with uh along with Krieger who's like yeah that went on for another 30 minutes (laughs) and he seemed like he enjoyed it before he ends up leaving 
So I love that there was a, a, a bit for the entirety of the ensemble to do, even though it's such a short episode. If you want to send feedback on our next episode, like a couch at gmail.com. Once again, my social media will be below. Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black romantic.